BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We had no idea what nail pros would think, what consumers, I mean, we thought it was pretty cool. After we launched, Yahoo.com did a story on it where the editor dragged her nails along a brick wall. She, like, she put her nails through the torture test. It crashed our website. We sold out of all bulk, bottles, brushes, everything by July 1. We sold a year's worth of inventory in two months. Hey guys, welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the best-selling beauty products and the damn good stories behind them. We're your hosts, Carlene Higgins and Jill Dunn. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. How was everyone's summer? (sighs) (laughs) Mine was amazing. I still wish I was on holiday, but can't complain. Yeah. Well, it's fall now. It's back to school. We're not going back to school. (laughs) Although I was thinking of taking a course in, can you guess what? Social media? Nope. Uh, graphic design? No. Fashion design? Improv. Oh, really? Do you you think this is a good idea? Why not? I've heard so many great things about how it's just good in everyday life because I'm a bit of a slow talker, which all of our (laughs) listeners will know. They'll probably be like, get to the point. So I thought it could be good for is, me. Isn't the whole thing yes and you just keep it going? Exactly. Yeah, that's so And fun. I'm also not good at small talk. <laughs> when I'm at parties, I'm just kind of like, duh, unless I've had a few. I don't know. I, might I think it just try. sounds fun, improv. I'm all for lifelong learning. Yes. So. It's really fun that you're doing that. And I love fall because it's like fresh starts. And we're kicking off fall, getting back into it as it is all about new routines that we would love if you can go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps beauty lovers like you guys discover our show and it really means a lot to us. We love reading them. And September also ushers in Fashion Week and TIFF here in Toronto. Um, And speaking of Fashion Week, today we're speaking to a founder who is a legend for her creative collaborations at Fashion Week. Her name is Jan Arnold. Yay! And she is the founder of CND. That stands for Creative Nail Design. Jan is the first entrepreneur that we've spoken to who works in the nail industry. And we're breaking really big news from the brand right here. CND is a professional line of nail polishes and treatments. They've been in the business for 40 years. They'll be celebrating next year. But most of you will know CND based on their breakthrough invention, shellac. Everyone knows shellac, right? It's like Kleenex. It's iconic. It's that long wear UV cured gel polish Mm -hmm. and gives you that two weeks of of wear. Well, it started a new category, Mm -hmm. which is gel polish yes. so it's a hybrid it gives you that gel nail look but it goes on like a nail polish but what is most remarkable no doubt and that I remember when it first launched which was back in 2010 yes 
um, was the fact that when you're done putting your hands under the UV lamp, yep. which takes like 60 seconds, yep. then you just go. Like I could reach into my bag. I could pay them. I could grab my keys. I could yeah. use my phone. And and walk out immediately. And walk out immediately. And I remember walking around holding my hands up like a fool. And they're like, what are you doing? And I'm yeah. like, I, it was so ingrained in me. Yeah. It completely got rid of all of that, you it, know? Exactly. And I mean, again, we're all about the the breakthrough moments in beauty history. Yes. This was absolutely one of them. There was like 93 knockoffs in the yes. market today of shellac. That's right. And, and, you know, we mentioned the reference to Kleenex because people will go into a salon and they're like, I want shellac. And they don't necessarily mean CND branded shellac. Yeah. They just mean a long I wear, want a gel polish. A long wear polish that's not going to Yeah, it's got to last two to four weeks yep. and not chip. And, you know, the other thing to mention, though, is it does take 10 minutes of removal time. Yep. They put those the foil on you and it's yep. got to sit there for 10 minutes. Soaked, it's soak off gel color is exactly. the official name. You go in, it's acetone, soaking the polish off and we know all of we know we see you we see those people out there picking off the your pickers. shellac oh, we're going to uh, ask Jan about that later if that's okay <laughs> or not okay um, it's pretty tempting to do she looked fantastic and we're going to give you the full visual in just a moment because Jan Arnold is I think um, maybe a little bit eccentric yeah kind of known in the industry just her visual look and she's also charismatic like yeah. she's got She's got a little bit of almost like a celebrity factor or like a Tony Robbins or yeah. something. She's so passionate, but yeah. then she's like arty as well. Anyway, we're going to yeah. dive into all of that. We're really excited to be touching on nails right now because I can't remember when the year was and it was just almost as if nail art didn't exist before. All yeah. of a sudden it was backstage at Fashion Week. Mm -hmm. It was everywhere. Everybody was getting nail art all the time. It was just peak nail art. And then it kind of, the pendulum swung the other yeah. way and yeah. it became all about nude nails mm -hmm. and nobody cared really about nail art anymore. But there is a bit of a resurgence. I want to say like a halfway back resurgence okay. where nail art is happening again. You know, you have the diehards like Cardi B, but also on the runway, like, you know, some, some pretty chic shows that aren't necessarily like the blondes and all that, you know, Tanya Taylor and Tibby had some like nail art light happening. And in addition to that, like I've got it on right now, my friends are wearing it yeah. again. That's the biggest indicator that yeah. it like hasn't died. My friends go and get little graphic you know, glyphs and stuff. Yeah. And I, just as a side note, I had a little sit down with Madeline Poole, who's a big editorial nail artist in New York. She was in town with Sally Hansen, another nail brand. And she said she feels like it's totally coming back that it, she oh, was like back in the day, she's like, everyone wanted gradient and I would do gradient on everybody. And then like for a period of a few years, everyone's like, ew, no gradient. Yeah. Like, so not into it. And she was like, now everyone's asking me for it again. Okay. There so you go. she's seeing it in editorial. She, she does a lot of shoots and okay. um and she, i think she has a lot of celeb clients as well so that's a big indicator nail art is back you guys hey but there is something else a brewing yeah. and that is a shellac 2.0 yeah um just launched this past summer and that was really big news because that was a major innovation as we've already said to start with so we are definitely going to do a deep dive into what the 2.0 looks like. Do you want to just say a few things now? Please. I actually mentioned this on a glow down a few months ago because I was so excited about it. It's called shellac Lux. Mm -hmm. What's new about it? Essentially, it's still that long wear color, hyper shiny UV cured, but there's no base coat. 
and you soak it off in 60 seconds. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah. That's one minute instead of 10. It's yeah. a time saver, peeps. Yeah. Both versions of shellac will remain in salons. Yeah. The new shellac Lux is not replacing. That's right. The original. Mm-hmm. We both tried it. Stay tuned to hear what we thought about it. Um, mm-hmm. And that just rolled out in July of this year. So you're going to be seeing it at salons everywhere. This brand is all about innovations. And that's what you're going to hear very soon. When it, when, Even when it first launched, it was a first to market mm-hmm. invention. That's what cracked this all open for yeah. CND. Um, but let's talk about Jan. Let's get back to Jan. Um, she had the most incredible nails the day we met. Um, we're going to need to post a close-up nail fee on Instagram. They had like Keith Herring kind of um, graphics all over them. Yeah. And uh, the nail artist responsible, her name is Tamara DeLulo from Montreal. She's the founder of Candy Nail Bar. So kudos to you, Tamara. She's done my nails before. She's wonderful. Oh, so cool. Yeah. But you know how we always start with a person's origin story, like where they're from, how they grew up, insight into who they are. Well, we are going to do that. But we thought a great place to start might be when Jan describes to us how she goes about getting her nails done because she was retelling her encounter with Tamara. And I think it just says so much about her genuine passion for nail artistry and just the way she advocates for her peeps. I never tell a nail professional what I what I want. Oh. I'll show them my dress. Yeah. I'll show them what I'm thinking about wearing, but it's always up to them. They can do whatever they want on me. So she re- she read that you're you're clearly an artist since she saw that. So she was like, "Let's do." She brought out my artist it. spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, and that's I believe what nails should be. It's yeah. not just like matching what you're wearing, Mm. but it's bringing out your alter ego. Mm -hmm. For many women, you know, it's scary to go bold with hair color. Might be, you know, like you may not wear banana yellow on your dress, but why not rock a little, you know, sliver of yellow on your nail tips? So I think nails are kind of a a safe playground to have some fun and use them as a real accessory. Yeah. Well, you're not afraid to show your true colors. No. This dress. <laughs> who, who is this dressed by? This is this, incredible. My favorite all-time designer, Come to Garçon. Okay. And it's it's really interesting. I have followed them for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And someone once asked me, um, who were you in a previous life? Hmm. And I have this very strong instinct mm-hmm. that I was a Japanese rice-picking man. And so in my style, I have a lot of boy. I like to integrate a little femme. Like I like to say that I like to go boy hair Mm -hmm. and a lot of boy shoes, Mm -hmm. but femme nails. Yeah. So it offsets the boy. So we we have to describe the dress because they can't see it. Uh So Jan is wearing a black and white checkered sculptural dress. What is the material? It looks like almost neoprene it's or something. It's neoprene. Yeah. yeah. It's like Incredible. surfer. And I'm from San Diego. So I had to bring a little home with me yeah. as well. <laughs> Your hair is, so we have to describe the hair. It's like very short, kind very of bleach, short. bleach blonde. Yes. So I have a cutter who was a Vidal Sassoon instructor in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And I'm lucky to have him, Sal Lozano from San Diego. But he calls my cut the PowerPoint. So he goes a very short crop bang, straight as Mm -hmm. we can get it, plunges to a point on Mm -hmm. one side on my neck, and then it swoops up 
on the other side. Mm. So he's got this whole like 360 architecture mm-hmm. that almost kind of looks like my dress. Oh my gosh. Kind of looks like the dress, right? I love it. <laughs> I was going to say everything is very sculptural. Yeah. 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 I and- like sculptural. Now that we've given you the audio visual of who Jan is, let's find out a little bit more about her backstory, where she came from, how she came to create C&D. I'm Jan Nordstrom Arnold. I grew up in a, in Los Angeles, originally born in Denver, Colorado. We moved to LA when I was younger, and I feel like LA was such an artistic kind of free individual entrepreneurial city. Um, So it was a beautiful place to go to junior high school and high school. And my aspirations were to become a fashion designer. So I, I, went to FIT in Los Angeles, um, a degree in art Mm -hmm. uh, from Cal State Northridge. And all the while, I have always worn nail enhancements because my own natural nails were very ski jump, very horrible natural nails that I've inherited from my family. So I've always worn nails. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, one day, it was probably 1978, my father, who is a dentist and chemist, had a manicurist as his patient sitting in his chair. And he was mixing a monomer and a polymer to create a cap or a crown for for the patient's tooth. And she recognized the smell and said, it dawns on me that the stuff that you use for teeth would be better for my use on nails because the only thing that was available back then were single-link polymers, which turned yellow in the sun. You'd have to put them on very thick. They didn't look natural. So she was really seeking a solution. And she said, let me buy what you're using. And my dad said, "Uh, probably not a good idea. But it turns out that he had a full laboratory in his garage and in in our family home. And so he went back and he looked in a microscope and discovered what she was using employed single link system. It was called a single link polymer. And he said, no wonder it's weak, it's yellow, you have to put it on thick. So he invented the first ever cross-linked polymer resin. So he found a way to cross-link those molecular chains. It acts like a shield to the sun. It it is resilient under stress and pressure and impact. You can apply it very thinly and it still has resiliency. Mm -hmm. She tried it and said, this is amazing. So he tried it with a few other nail professionals, submitted for a patent and got it. That's amazing. Wow. Amazing. So yeah. when you were when you were young and you're in your dad has this laboratory in the garage, did you ever venture in there? So dad was always in the laboratory tinkering around. Five children gave him the perfect amount of test guinea pigs to test his own toothpaste, mouth rinse, hand lotion. He never went to market with any of these concepts. However, Four of the five of us have never had a cavity. But for me, I, um, I loved to draw. 
I loved to watch. I remember watching Miss America so I could draw the women in their various outfits, mm-hmm. be it the bathing suit, the evening gown, the red, you know, the red carpet look. So I was always drawing. And it's funny because my father um, always wanted my older sister and I to work with him in his dental office. And so I was his chair side assistant starting at the age of 14. Mm. And then my sister was our receptionist. Mm. So one day my father said, Jan, you should become a dentist. You would make a great dentist. Because my dad was also very artistic. So Mm. he was left brain analytical, but very creative. He carved a beautiful filling. He knew how to make a gorgeous cap. So he saw those traits in me as well. Until one day, we had a patient that required surgery. And I was assisting. And so I'm in there ready to assist. And upon his first move, and I won't describe it, I literally passed out on top of the patient, out cold. And my dad is screaming for my sister, will you please remove your sister from our patient? And that night we had a tough talk. It's like, Jan, perhaps you should choose a different path. Maybe dentistry would not be the the path for you. Where did it go from there in terms of you getting Mm. into the business? Well, my dad never started selling his invention. Oh, he didn't. He got it patented. He got it secured. And then we had a family meeting. And he sat the five kids down. Mom was at the table around the dining table. And he said, okay, kids, I have good news and I have bad news. The good news is we have this amazing stuff that didn't even have a name yet, which my mom ultimately named Solar Nail because it did not yellow. So the good news is it's patented. And we know that it's really something nail professionals want. My dad really admired nail professionals. He thought what they did was like dentistry, was analytical left brain, very creative right brain, personality driven. The bad news is that I really don't want to start a business, but I'm hoping one of you will want to. And if you do, I will gift you the formula, but I will not give you money to start a business. So you have to want it. And so it was my brother and I, we learned the business, we exchanged product with a local beauty school to get the education, and we got up the nerve to go to a banker, and I did a sculpted nail on the banker's pinky. My brother was more into finance and the manufacturing side of the business, so he you know, explained what the business was. And the banker, I think, A, to get us out of the office because of the smell. Um, I think the nail was like some crazy miracle. He couldn't believe what he was seeing, and he gave us a little loan. And that's when my mom said, okay, get, get all the bottles, get all the labels out of the house, which we had taken over, and we had to get our first facility. And it was our money, our loan, Um, It was the best business lesson my father could have given us because I think had he given us the formula and the money, the seed money to build a business, it it would have been a different story. Mm -hmm. But we had to treasure every penny we had. We had to be smart with our investments. We were lucky enough that my father as the chemist built a dossier 
of ideas for new products and new ideas for application techniques. And, um, and it was two and a half years after we founded and moved out of the house that we actually lost my dad on Father's Day Aww. of a massive heart attack. So I feel like there was a destiny involved in this story. And what was your dad's name? Dr. Stuart S. Nordstrom. And my mom was Mary, Mary Nordstrom. She named Creative Nail Design and she named Solar Nail. Mm. And do you know, she worked as our receptionist up until her early 80s. Oh my gosh. And it was so, oh, so cute. When she'd page somebody, you know, you'd hear the little page, the microphone would drop. (laughs) And excuse me, I hope everyone's having a nice day. Um, oh, and, and I'm paging so-and-so. And every Thanksgiving, she our Thanksgiving, she would give turkeys to, to all the employees Aww. and birthday cards, handwritten birthday cards. When did you get into color then? We got into color around 20 years ago. Mm. And we came out with our first line of nail enamel some of the first 12 shades are still in the line today. Like our white cream puff was one of our original colors. Decadence, which is like a ruby slipper red, is still in the line. But of course now we've gone beyond traditional nail polish. And now we have long wear, which we're the inventors of with Mm -hmm. Vinylux, Mm -hmm. seven day plus nail wear. Then we invented shellac in 2010, mm-hmm. 14 plus day wear. We wanted to talk about another sort of milestone, which was CND's role backstage at Fashion Week. It's now been 22 years that we've been on the runway with nails. But I remember before we approached our first designer, you could go through the runway re- recaps and the hair was magnificent, makeup, clothing, and the nails were completely undone. There was nothing, no nail color on the fingers or the toes. And I remember back then saying, okay, we have to change this. How are we gonna change it? And I heard about this young up and coming designer called Cynthia Rowley in New York. And I heard she was kind of a cool chick. So I called her and she was new. We were kind of entering the space, new space. So I said, we would love to do the nails for your runway show. And she said, why? That was her question, why? And I said, well, because not everyone can afford a Cynthia Rally $500 dress. So why not give them the Cynthia Rally manicure? And then, you know, most affordable. They can go for $20 and see what colors you like and what you recommend for fingers and toes. So we ended up doing a custom line of, like, watercolors for her show. We gave away little pinkies bottles to the front row, and she sent me a pumpkin pie. I'll never forget it. It was the September shows, this pink box with twine, and she writes, XOXO, I love you. So then we said, that worked like we should do that again so we went to Nicole Miller and then and so on and so on at our peak in terms of quantity we were doing 75 designers in a single week in New York you know I think they're a great leader in the industry and you know in kind of their craft and to always partner with someone who does um, great stuff and you know to kind of bring something else to the table 
love Alexander Wang because we feel like he's really directional. He has an urban edge. Um, he really has some interesting fabrics, beautiful wearable silhouettes. And of course, we love him because he loves nails. And then we ended up doing Louis Vuitton in Paris, John Baptista Valley, Cavalli in Milan. So we branched into Europe. And then what happened after maybe 15 years of, of really like building credibility is we decided now it's time to change the game a little and let's do a deep dive with real partners, true partners. Because we're not just there to paint nails. Let's create art together. So we forged relationships in all the cities. In New York, it was the Blondes and Libertine. And we found with, with each of them, we wouldn't go to the prep meeting and they would say, we want this color. Rather, they would show us their vision, show us, give us samples of the fabric and the crystals. And then my artisans would put together ideas for them. Mm -hmm. And together, we would choose what looks were right for the runway. In the case of the blondes, they had 26 models. We had 26 unique couture nail looks. Ladies mm -hmm. mm -hmm. with an There's so many firsts with CND, and I think the biggest breakthrough moment that I can remember was undoubtedly shellac. So tell us about how it came to be. I remember maybe seven, eight years prior to the launch in 210, the executive team was sitting around talking about the pain points that most women suffer. And we realized that nail polish, which was invented in 1932 by Charlie Revson of Revlon, the founder of Revlon, nail polish hadn't really changed. The pigments have changed, some of the solvents have shifted, but there hasn't been radical innovation. And as a result, like with nail polish, traditional nail polish, you put it on a nail that expands and contracts that you use in your everyday life, typing and cooking and gardening. And most traditional polishes, the second you put them on, get older with age, meaning they dry out, they get little micro fractures. Within three days, they go dull. Within five days, you probably have a chip, inevitably. If you pay 20 bucks for a manicure in a salon and three days later it fails you, what does that do to your psyche? How does that make you feel? And, and the answer is it bums you out. You paid good money. You, it's, you know, it's a status of how you, how you care for yourself, like a nick in your shoe. It's the same thing with the nail. And we've got to fix it. So we went to our chemists and we challenged them and we said, we've got to turn this around and here's what we want. We want a nail polish that look, that comes out of a bottle like nail polish, not like a gel, but it's got to wear like a gel, tough like a gel for 14 days and it's got to come off in less than 10 minutes with no nail damage. Can't be a forceful removal. So they thought we were crazy. They said, you're insane. And they really could not go to any shelf and pull a base formula off of any shelf. So they had to do basic scientific research. Mm -hmm. They had to create new molecules that would live up to this challenge. 
and it literally took three and a half years for them to get it to go on like a polish and wear like a gel. And they came back and they said, and guess what? We got removal to 30 minutes. And we said, go back into the lab. That isn't going to work. And it, it took up two and a half years for below 10 minutes. So I remember on May the 1st of 210, we brought shellac to the world. We had no idea how, what nail pros would think, what consumers, I mean, we thought it was pretty cool. What we found is after we launched, yahoo.com did a story on it where the editor dragged her nails along a brick wall. She, like, she put her nails through the torture test. It crashed our website. We sold out of all bulk, bottles, brushes, everything by July 1. We sold a year's worth of inventory in two months. And why did it have to be under UV light? Well, still today, we're curing in an LED lamp, which utilizes both visible and portions of UV. Um, but, but the technology is really cool because there are photo initiators in shellac that correspond to certain wavelengths of energy output that, that is released by the lamp. And so once you put the shellac on your nails, you put it into the lamp, the light energy then cures the system. And because it's fully calibrated to the photo initiators in shellac, our system must be used as a system in order for it to wear for 14 days and come off with, within the 10 minute time period. So I always recommend clients um, to look for a certified CND shellac pro. Mm -hmm. Then you know you're getting the proper mm -hmm. system. Now, this is a patented system though, right? 13 patents. But there's still knockoffs out there. Many of the fast followers, the knockoff products, had to go to a contract manufacturer to buy something off the shelf that looked and felt like a gel polish. Um, the problem is that it's not shellac unless it's C and D shellac. And the biggest points of difference, you may get, you know, something that really isn't the true system that looks good. It looks high shine. It cures, feels hard on the nail. But when it comes to remove, it doesn't come off flawlessly. And that's the trademark that goes to the DNA of CND to protect the natural nail, keep it healthy. Some people have said, oh, it, it's going to ruin my nails. What is your response in terms I mean, of the safety? The whole idea behind even developing it was to get a long lasting nail color that would never damage your nail. You know, even um, the way we t teach still today removal is to wrap the nail so that you're isolating the remover on the nail. What we found is a lot of salons were plunging their clients' hands. That's happened to me. Into bowls of acetone. Uh -huh. And we're like, no, 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 don't mm -hmm. do that. How about the UV lamps? Are they safe? So that was another controversy that probably hit the marketplace, what, five, six years ago, where all of these early adopters were loving their shellac. We got nothing but positive press. And then I think, I forget who it was, somebody said, but wait a minute, these UV lamps look like sunbeds. 
and the light emanating from these lamps are dangerous. So what we did is we hired an outside um, research chemist called Dr. Robert Sayre. And he's the gentleman that invented the SPF rating system. So our laboratory contracted him and said, do an objective research study on the effects of the light. Let's say you're getting the manicure every other week. What level of exposure to UV and you know what's the consequence? And he came back with his report saying that getting a full shellac manicure is like walking to your mailbox and back to get your mail once every two weeks. So the level of energy output is far, far less than a tanning bed, um, certainly than the UV rays of the sun. The level of energy to actually cure the gel polish, the shellac manicure, is enough to cure it, but not enough to, to cause any mm -hmm. consequence to the skin. Mm -hmm. Now, even with that, I know women were very concerned about it. So in some salons, they were putting sunscreen on the hand. Mm. They were still taking precautions, which I understand. I understand if you, especially if you have really, really pale skin, I understand the fear, even though the data proved otherwise. So then what we did to answer it is we created our CND LED lamp, mm -hmm. which is an open unit where your hand is not exposed to the light at all. Mm -hmm. And the bulbs are targeted specifically to the nails. Yeah, so we better get into the new stuff. Oh, tell, goody. Tell us about the new shellac. And tell us what's coming next. So we went back to the chemists and said, okay, Here's the goal. We want to get rid of the base coat. So we want you to create a self-adhering color coat, which, by the way, also saves time. If you don't have to put base coat and cure, it makes for a skinnier manicure, which we're all for. A lot of women were saying, I love shellac, I love gel polish, but sometimes it looks like gel, and I want it to look like nail polish. Okay, boom. If we can go self-adhering color coat, check. But most importantly, we've got to get that removal time down. And we told the chemist 60 seconds. This was about three years ago. And again, they thought it was impossible. They thought we were crazy. And what they had to do is go back to the drawing board. Of course, we have the basis of original shellac. But in new CND shellac lux, there are new molecules, new chemistry. There are new adhesion promoters, brand new science that they started from scratch to see how can we get it to stick even better? How can we make it as luminous and beautiful, high shine, protective? But when it's time to come off, we wrap all 10 nails, set a timer for 60 seconds, and then you massage the wrap, pull it off, and it comes off flawlessly. The way it just like bubbled Whoa. up and crackled like that, it, it was like watching one of those fast forward videos or something. It was it's crazy. It's like magic. So we wanted to jump in here because when we sat down with Jan, we hadn't had an opportunity to try Shellac Lux yet. But now here we are. We both have our nails did. Yep. 
and we have thoughts. So there are 65 colors in shellac lux, 50 of which match existing OG shellac hues like romantique and field fox. There are 15 additional new ones. What did you think, Carlene? So I'm wearing a bonbon look today. It's cute. <laughs> I've, got, I've got like millennial pink nails and then um, sort of brown lines on it that look like something mm-hmm. you'd find in a box of chocolates. But when I first got it done, I definitely noticed that step of not having a base coat. Um, I think as a result, because I have a very ridgy nail bed, they ended up having to put four coats of the pink shade on it because the shadows were showing through. Okay. Um, and then uh, after that, it was kind of like typical shellac manicure, I would say. Um, in terms of the wear, I started noticing chips at around seven days. Um, but I should also clarify, like my nails are super prone to um, ripping and tearing and chipping. Like I actually need a supplement in my life. I really do. <laughs> Get that girl some biotin. Uh-huh. I wear shellac a lot. I'm pretty much have a standing shellac appointment. Mm-hmm. It's because I do a lot of television pointing at things all the time. You need to have like your nails on point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm now on my second round of shellac Lux. I wanted to give it two go rounds. The first go round, um, I did two color coats so no base coat two color coats and the top coat my that left was a nice hot tamale red I like yeah that one. it was uh, called mambo beat okay and um it my left hand looked pretty much perfect right up until 14 days mm-hmm. my right hand you know my index finger and the finger you flip the bird with it was definitely um a lot more wear um I felt like this color just diminished its shine it was not nearly as shiny as uh typical shellac would be um but some pros to it I loved how it felt on my nails it Mm. feels like regular polish it's much thinner Mm -hmm. because you don't have that base coat and it doesn't look like gel it looks Mm -hmm. like regular polish which I think was the mo yeah and um when I talk to nail technicians about it they love how the color goes on they love how Mm -hmm. it looks on the nail they love the brush they love the new bottle Mm -hmm. but there are some downsides that you know and it's mostly around the wear and there's been a lot of mixed reviews about Mm. this online with other editors we know and um, Mm -hmm. just people who have tried it for the first first time Um, now you've gotten it done twice so you've been through the removal process so what how did that compare I would say with original shellac when you go in and you get it soaked off with acetone you know Mm -hmm. they wrap your fingers they wrap all 10 supposed to be 10 minutes yes so when I go usually when I go they wrap your fingers pinky pinky and then go on to the other hand usually by the time they wrap my 10th finger, they're already back at the first finger that they wrapped and are taking it off. Really? So I don't think that it typically takes 10 full minutes mm-hmm. unless you've got glitter on or crazy mm-hmm. heavy duty nail art. Typically they, they're, they're snappy. They're in there. They're right. doing it. So I didn't find that this removal really changed my life like yeah. 60 seconds because they still have to do one nail at a time. Guess yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> they only have two hands and they have to take polish off one nail at a time right but this one crackles off right yeah I still felt like it's similar in look and feel but it's just supposed to be quicker right because it's not trying to get through that base coat because Jan Arnold had said during her presentation that a lot of the reason that they came up with this new innovation was because one of the barriers for women from using the original shellac which let's face it the payoff is like it's unbelievable yeah was just the time yeah. Right. The time in the chair. So that's why they wanted to remove the base coat. That's why they wanted to take it from 10 minute to one minute removal. But for me, 
I just can't commit to getting back in the salon to get it off. Period. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, a t- I have two kids. My weekends are not my own. So I actually use CND Vinylux, which is their long wear regular nail polish. Yeah. I find it gives me seven day wear already. And I just can't get back in the salon. So whether it's 10 minutes or one minute, it's not going to make a difference yeah, to so me. Yeah, so those 20 minutes you sit there with Vinylux on waiting for dry, it to dry, like that's... It's still better than me going back and yes. forth and making a special appointment yes. and not being able to have my husband look after the kids. Anyways, yeah. You know, I have it on now for the second time. I, I went in for it again. I, I do want to see how it lasts, maybe with a different color. It, yeah. Like there's a lot of factors, right? Yeah, the shades right? could make a difference And as, too. as people get used to applying it, maybe mm-hmm. there's new tips and tricks that they'll learn. Yeah. Or like, the number of coats yeah, or I, I know some people have been experimenting with actually putting a base coat yeah so. and you can do that and like we said OG shellac is going nowhere so you have lots of choice lots of options and now back to our interview <laughs> and what about your tips for making shellac or shellac lux last longer ah yeah so so if a client comes into the salon and they say look my manicure's got to last 14 days, um, but I'm a professional chef. I use my hands as tools. I would do the color coat from Lux on their nail as their color base, and then I would upgrade the service to a harder finish by integrating shellac DuraForce top coat, which is a little harder. It does have the tighter cross-linked network. Um, but perfect over the Lux color coat for those clients who demand a little more protection, a little more hardness. Okay. So it's great that we can customize. How bad is it if people, some people pick off their shellac? This happened. What? It happened today. What? I'm, I'm like repenting in front what? of. Oh my God. Okay. I'm giving <laughs> blessings to this poor right hand. Well, I'll... I don't cook or do anything, but this is what but happened. You love, you love to peel your gel I don't I actually hate doing it but it Uh, did happen but it happens this is this is um two and a half weeks oh well so you know what I actually find is there are a lot of women that love to do that you know they'll catch a little edge and it's I don't know what's so satisfying about peeling it off um it it's probably not the best practice because with every peel it could take like little bits of layers of your natural nail plate so I always say you know treat your nails as jewels not tools make sure that you're using solar oil like if you see a little edge that's lifted up take a little solar oil keep your coating plasticized and flexible Um, I also like to keep a little clipper in my bag. So if I see a little cuticle or a hangnail or a little edge, or I feel a little rough area, nip that little area in the bud, smooth it with a little buffer, and resist the temptation to uh, pick on those nails. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us the story about the corset. So I brought this amazing corset with me to Toronto, and that's a scene on its own because this corset is made out of hundreds of shellacked nail tips adorned with Swarovski crystals, all handmade by the Blondes, the design duo from New York. Right. And they called me, it was about six months ago, and they said, when are we going to do a corset made of nail tips? 
And I said, well, let's get started. So I got my artisans creating the nail tips. We shipped a huge box of them to the blondes and they made it into a corset. So it walked the runway. So after the show, I knew that I was going to go on kind of a junket Mm -hmm. to promote Lux. I've been to Marrakesh and LA and I've been everywhere here in Toronto. So I said, kindly, may I please borrow the corset? And they gifted it to me. So they actually, so this corset has literally traveled the globe with me. Wow. So you wore it last night. We had hundreds of nail professionals here last night. And I thought, how do I walk into a room of nail professionals if not in a nail tip corset? Absolutely. Like, of course. That's how you do it. That's how we roll. Thank you so much, Jan. (laughs) Thank you so much. It's been fun. Thank you. My honor. Thanks for tuning in. Visit BreakingBeautyPodcast.com for details on all the damn good products we talked about in today's episode. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter. That way you'll get every episode delivered right to your inbox. You won't miss a single thing. Or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast fix. And please show us some love by rating us or reviewing us in iTunes. See you next time. Like a cherry bomb, like a cherry bomb.